0: Excerpt from Sky and Otter's Handbook to the Fae, Chapter 3, page 23. Bodies of water have their own unique magical ecosystems. Freshwater rivers and lakes are often home to naiads and sprites, which are mostly indifferent to humans except when provoked. The freshwater kelpie is of particular note here, given its usual hunting strategy of luring unsuspecting humans into taking a ride into deep water. Do not ride an unfamiliar horse in the woods. One would think that goes without saying, but clearly it does not. The deep ocean is home to merfolk, the most dangerous variety of elder fey. Unlike the gentry of metropolitan areas, the merfolk aren't interested in games or bargains. They enjoy collecting wealth and eating humans. The kraken and other monstrosities of the oceanic trenches are worse. We do not advise any initiated person go scuba diving unless it is absolutely necessary. It's just not a risk worth taking. Freshwater merfolk, on the other hand, are more curious than malicious classification of dryads, naiads, and freshwater mermaids gets a little murky, if you'll pardon the pun. Merfolk is an acceptable generic term for water-dwelling fairfolk. So, we're ten minutes outside of Banff, and Alder's asleep, so we're going to go over this very
1: quietly. I'm not asleep.
0: Sorry, I was trying not to wake you up.
1: You didn't. You maybe should have. Seemed like you needed it. You mean Banff?
0: Yeah, the Kelpie job, remember? Right, the Kelpie job.
1: You sure know how to pick them. You picked this one. Did I?
0: Like two weeks ago. You thought it was important we dealt with it before someone got killed. We're going to get killed. It's a horse. How bad can it
1: be? Shut up, Tennyson.
0: So we are now arriving in Banff. My mom and I stopped here once on the way to Calgary. There's this museum where the hot springs pools used to be. I mean, the hot springs are still there, but the complex is closed. People say the pools are haunted. That might not be true, I might have just made that up. Either way, they bricked over the pool and it's kinda creepy. Feel free to join in any time, Alder.
1: Isn't there still a hot spring?
0: Yeah, you have to drive out of town though. town full of hotels. And a chilies.
1: Where exactly are we going?
0: Some kind of boating club. They saw the Kelpie in the river. You going to get out of the RV?
1: Of course I'm going to get out of the RV. I'm a professional.
0: Maybe we should get you some coffee.
1: Shut up, Tennyson.
0: Since we don't actually know where the Kelpie is, besides that it's in this giant river, we're splitting up to look for it. Alder took the RV to the other end of town, and we're going to work backwards towards each other. We're kind of in the middle of the city right now, so I don't know if we'll actually find anything. Would have to be a pretty brazen Kelpie to surface now. But it's only early evening. As it gets darker, we'll have a better chance it'll show itself. I can't tell if Alder's actually mad at me or just tired from the cockatrice thing. I mean, I don't even want to imagine what she had to do to that thing. But also, it was 100% my fault she had to do it at all, so I would totally understand if she was mad at me. She'll never say anything. Alder's a stewing and steaming kind of person. Hey, Otter. That's cool.
1: Hey, Tennyson.
0: Jeez, Maggie, don't sneak up on people like that.
1: But you seemed so lonely. What do you want? I was in the neighborhood. Thought I'd check in. How are you, Tennyson? Doing well, I hope? I'll get your money. Oh, I'm sure you will. After all, you don't want to find out what I'll do if you can't. Right. Oh, come on now. Don't look like that. Nothing personal, you know? Just business. Sure. Business. Business. A person can't leave their loans outstanding forever, Tennyson. What loans? Do you think Alder bought your camper van? Your equipment? Who do you think is funding this particular operation? I didn't think it was you specifically. Well, not me specifically, but I'm acting as proxy.
0: What do you even need money for? Can't you just conjure it?
1: I don't ask questions, Tennyson. And neither should you.
0: I'll get you the money, I just need some time. Of course.
1: I think we've gotten off on the wrong foot, Tennyson. I'm a very reasonable person. Sure. Tell you what, why don't I catch that kelpie for you? No risk to you, no risk to poor, dear Alder. You can get paid and everyone's happy. How's that sound? Do whatever you want. You don't want me to catch it for you?
0: I don't care, Maggie.
1: Fine. If my help makes you feel unprofessional, I'll just find it for you. Here. (laughs) Holy hell, Maggie, what?
0: Magpie? Oh, come on. Is it stuck? I guess so. Maybe it's too shallow for it. I think nobody else saw it. I guess it wasn't busy around here today.
1: Mm-hmm. What? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. That sounds like something. Focus on the job, please, Tennyson. The job seems pretty straightforward. Yeah, you'd think. What is up with you? Hold this. Jeez, that's heavy. Fair amount of iron in it. Won't that hurt it? Just a little. It wants to kill us, Tennyson.
0: Still, there's such a thing as a humane trap.
1: It just stings. Nothing that anyone would call animal cruelty.
0: If you say so. What do you need me to do?
1: Hold the bridle until I ask for it. Hey, Al, are you sure it's safe to- it, Tennyson. Okay. Pass the bridle. Just stay in reach, Okay. Okay. You okay? Fine. Let's get this thing out of here.
0: Etta must have a lot of space. They do. Where? Somewhere. Really? fine. Beyond the Veil is a Meadowlark Presents production. It was written and produced by Katrina Basnett. The voice of Alder was Daryl Bailmans. The voice of Tennyson was Katrina Basnett. On the radio this week was Blue Dream by Chio. Graphic design by Oscar Yu. Theme music by Katrina Bassnett. Sound effects from freesound.org. Follow us on Twitter at Vale_Podcast, underscore podcast and find this and all our other shows at meadowlarkpresents.ca.